The Profile Dossier, Bernard Arnault, The World's Richest Man. Known as the Lord of Luxury and the Pope of Fashion, Bernard Arnault is the world's richest man with a recent net worth of $199 billion. Arnault and Jeff Bezos have been neck and neck for number one on the list of richest people on the planet. As Fortune put it, one makes rockets, the other makes handbags. As the billionaire founder and CEO of LVMH, Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy, Arnaud sells items no one actually needs. But with a roster of more than 70 brands, including Fendi, Bogari, Dom Perignon, and Givenchy, he's built the world's largest and most successful purveyor of luxury goods. If it hadn't been one fateful taxi ride in New York City, Arnaud may have never entered the world of luxury. In 1971, he had graduated from a French engineering school and began working at the construction firm founded by his grandfather in France. One day that same year, he was visiting New York when he asked the cab driver if he knew the name of then-France president Georges Pompidou. The driver replied, no, but I know Christian Dior. How was it that a fashion designer could be more well-known than the president of Arnaud's country? This question planted the seed of what would one day become LVMH. By the time he was 25, Arnaud became the head of the family business, but he had bigger ambitions than construction. He moved to the U.S. to try to expand the company when he realized that he wanted to build a business with a powerful brand that could scale globally. He heard that the French government was set to choose someone to acquire the Boussac saint frere Empire, a textile and retail conglomerate that owned Christian Dior. Arnaud's ears perked up when he heard that Dior was for sale, the French brand that the taxi driver knew in the United States. After a contentious acquisition process, Arnaud bought Dior's near-bankrupt holding company and nursed it back to health by cutting costs and streamlining operations. The purchase would change Arnaud's reputation from family businessman to the emperor of luxury brands. In the spring of 1987, someone was mysteriously buying a lot of shares in the company Moet Hennessy, causing its stock to rise. A group, with Arnaud at the helm, had bought 24.5% of LVMH for $1.5 billion. He eventually bought enough stock to become LVMH's largest shareholder, ultimately taking over the company. This move earned him the nickname The Wolf in Cashmere. Once Arnaud took over LVMH, he went on an aggressive global buying spree, snapping up high-quality brands like Givenchy, Fendi, Bogari, and Marc Jacobs. Although he's considered a hard-nosed dealmaker, Arnaud takes a different approach internally. His relationship with the CEOs of the fashion houses he owns are largely hands-off. He trusts the creatives because he understands that LVMH can't generate profits without master craftsmanship. Arnaud says his goal in life is to turn creative visions into reality. The most successful creative people want to see their creations in the street. They don't invent just to invent. Yes, they come up with many exciting ideas and many of these ideas shock. They look crazy at first, completely crazy, he says, but the true artists that make LVMH a success, they don't want the process to end there. They want people to wear their dresses or spray their perfume or carry the luggage they have designed. The success of LVMH, he emphasizes, is built on creativity, quality, entrepreneurship, and most importantly, a long-term vision. Here are five actionable takeaways we can learn from how Arnaud built his massively successful creative empire. Number one, 
Long-term thinking plus deliberate execution can build an empire. The two business figures are no most admirers are legendary investor Warren Buffett and tech visionary Steve Jobs. Buffett taught him patience and long-term thinking, while Jobs taught him about the importance of innovation and execution. When Arnaud acquires a brand, he doesn't set profitability metrics six months in advance. He sets lofty goals 10 years into the future. He hires people who are both visionaries and executioners. What I have in mind every morning is that the desirability of a brand should be as strong in 10 years, he says. It's really the key to our success. Patience, consistency, and execution have allowed Arnaud and his team to build a portfolio of brands known all around the world. Number two, enable the creators. Many people see Arnaud as a great financier, CEO, and strategic businessman, but few understand that his most important role is to be a creativity enabler. Throughout his career, Arnaud says, he has always trusted the creatives at each fashion house. If you think and act like a typical manager around creative people with rules, policies, data on customer preferences, and so forth, you will quickly kill their talent. Arnaud says, when a creative team believes in a product, you have to trust the team's gut instinct. You can have the best CEO, you can have great marketing, you can have a brilliant business strategy, but without a driving creative force, you have nothing. When you're in the business of innovation and originality, Arnaud says, your first and foremost priority should always be the quality of the product. Know when to step aside and trust your team. Number three. Building a star brand requires mastering a paradox. Genius is not enough to succeed. According to Arnaud, even great talent will struggle to launch a brand from zero. A brand must have heritage, he says, adding, there are no shortcuts. Arnaud explains that a star brand has four characteristics. It is timeless, modern, fast-growing, and highly profitable. It's difficult to balance all four at once. Fast growth is often at odds with high profitability, and timelessness is quite the opposite of modernity. But he says, if you have a star brand, then basically you can be sure you have mastered a paradox. Remember, if you wish to build a star brand, you need to figure out the subtle balance of honoring your past and inventing your future at the same time. The best entrepreneurs allow themselves to hold true truths simultaneously. Number four, be an early adopter. When the internet first came about, it seemed inconceivable that customers would be willing to shop for luxury items without seeing them in person first. Reporters relentlessly asked Arnaud what his plans, for, what his plans were for the rise of e-luxury. Unlike some of his peers, Arnaud didn't fear the disruption and change that would come with online shopping. We see it not as competition of our own businesses, but as a convenience for our customers, he says. E-luxury allows our customers to feel confident that they are buying the real thing. E-luxury guarantees original products. E-luxury won't change the way we do business, but it will help us serve customers that much better. Smart, constant reinvention keeps you current and prevents your business from becoming stagnant. Number five, Ideas account for only 20% of the equation. Arnaud has learned an important lesson over the years. Ideas are important, but execution is even more important to the success of a business. 
He's made many startup investments and he's realized that the founder's vision can take the company only so far. If you look at the startups that are most successful, like Facebook, for instance, the idea was great at the beginning, but there were others with that same idea. Why is Facebook the phenomenal success it is today? It is because of the execution and that's the key, he says. I would say to a young person trying to work in a startup, have ideas, but be persistent and execute well, Arno says.